How y'all doing this evening? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yes, welcome back. And we hope that you all are doing well. Um, we hope that you all have been having a good week so far and that you are just enjoying life and making things happen out there in this good world. So um, first things first, how's your week been going, Lakeisha? So far, so good. I can't really complain. Been busy um, at work. Uh, we are going into week four of our summer academy, uh, so to say the least. Um, like I said, it's a lot of work. Um, but it's good work nonetheless. So like I said, no complaints. Um, our students are having fun. They're enjoying themselves. They're learning a lot um, and things of that nature. And so although I am tired most of the time, <laughs> it makes it all worth the while. So what about you, cuz? Yeah, um, been doing all right. You know, um, the week just started, so just been kind of busy trying to get back in the swing of actually being back in the office <laughs> after being working from home for a year and a half. So mm -hmm. it's been kind of kind of challenging, but I'm making it. Good. I'm making it. So good right good. now, at least it's just, you know, a few days, three days on, two days remote for right now. So it's a good adjustment. Period yeah. for me, but yeah, so nonetheless, but I've been doing pretty well. Been Good. Doing pretty well. Good. Oh, yeah, so um, we were just talking and we didn't even introduce ourselves for any new visitors or new listeners that we have, but um, I am your girl Shaniquia, aka S, and I am Lakeisha, your girl, aka L, and together we form insightful conversations with SNL. And while you're watching this video, if you don't mind hitting the like button on this video and feel free to leave some comments for us as we um talk during the episode we want to hear from you and also make sure that you are subscribing to our youtube channel and liking our facebook page and following us on instagram too um if you haven't been doing so already we will remind you again at the end of the episode too so don't worry about that but in the meantime <laughs> but in the meantime just go ahead and um like this video while you're at it all right so First things first, we always like to get started with what we call buzzworthy topic segment. So, Lakeisha, what has been buzzworthy for you this week? Um, so, I don't know if you all heard about this story, but it has gone completely viral. And I thought it was so, so, so cute um, when I heard about the story uh, via YouTube and some other different social media outlets. Um, but the story basically centers around um a woman um who was forbidden um to try on her dream wedding dress um back in the day when her and her husband uh, wanted to get married uh due to her being black um you know during those times especially in alabama and this young and the woman is from um alabama um i want to say when i read the story um took place in Birmingham, Alabama and things like that. Um, she was saying um, at the time there were no black bridal boutiques in Birmingham, Alabama and the white ones that were there um, for any black customers, um, especially black women who wanted to try on a wedding dress. Um, they usually had to go around to the back of the store in the basement um, and could only purchase used um, 
wedding dresses and things of that nature. Um, and so her family decided to get together. The idea came from her granddaughter and they basically decided as a family to give her the experience that she never, ever got the opportunity uh, to get almost 70 years later. Um, and so they reached mm -hmm. out to David Bridal um, and, you know, David's bridal was on board, gave her a tour of the store and things of that nature and had different dresses for her um, to try out. But she tried on a dress that was very similar to the one uh, that she wanted back in her wedding day uh, during the time period with her and her husband um, got married. And like I said, it went completely viral. So um, to see her in a wedding dress at the age of 94 um, it was such a blessing. Like I said, it was such a very just not only cute um, gesture, but a very humbling and very loving gesture uh, by her family uh, to take a time in her life where she was robbed of that experience just because she was black and to be able to not only to recreate her vision, but take it to another level. So kudos uh, to her family. Um, and things like that. What about you, Shaniquia? What's your buzzworthy topic for the week? Wait, hold on. She was 94, you said? She's 94 today. Oh, 94 today. Yeah, okay. so basically, no, when she was, um, y'all, you know, she, she was probably like in her 20s or so uh, when her and her husband got married. But, you know, during the Jim Crow era, uh, with all the laws based upon race and things of that nature, what blacks could do, what blacks could not do. Like I said, at that particular time, there were no black bridal boutiques in Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. And so the white ones, um, she stated um, in an article that I read that, you know, you had to go around to the back of the store. Um, and even when you did that, they still couldn't purchase, you know, brand new wedding dresses. And so as a result, you know, they had a small wedding, very intimate, uh, you know, but she didn't get that dress that she at that time she wanted. And so, like I said, her family decided to step in almost 70 plus years later to give her an experience that was taken away from her all due to her race and, and ignorance, you know, to say the least um, during that time period. Yeah. Well, that's what's up. Yeah. Close to her at 94. So, she looks beautiful. So y'all have to look up if y'all have not seen this story um, on social media, y'all definitely need to look her up. She is a beautiful, beautiful woman at the age of 94 in a wedding gown. Yay, yay. Hopefully that won't be us, though, having to wait that long to wear a wedding gown. Yeah. I'm hoping not. But, yeah. but Lord, it's whatever your will is. So. Oh, yes. Anyway, oh, we'll, yes. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Okay, so me, um, there's actually been two things that's been buzzworthy for me this week. First, I want to start off, I just kind of want to, I hate to start on a somber note, but um, recently and recent as far as yesterday, that's how recent it was, Keisha Cole's um, mother died, Frankie, um, and it was unexpected. Apparently, she died of a drug overdose um, on her birthday. And that was so sad because I had read about it this morning um, on the shade room. And I was just like, wow. Now, as of right now, only two of the children have released a statement. Keisha and Nephi, I think that was the oldest sister. Yeah. Um, they haven't released a statement as of yet. 
but um i just want to like basically just send my condolences and prayers yeah um to um to the cole family um keisha's uh, family and everything like that because that just goes to show like what we were talking about before addiction is real oh yeah and you know, um unfortunately and i know that was something that she had been dealing with throughout, oh, her, yeah. throughout her entire life so um you know I hate that it ended like this, but I'm glad that she's finally can be at peace. Yes, 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 yes. And I remember watching um, Keisha and her family um, in the show that she had. Um, I want to say it was in the, was it early 2000s? Yeah. Uh -huh. um, you know, and just the ups and downs that they went through as a family. And I remembered one of, you know, her mother's addiction you know, mm -hmm. two drugs and alcohol was um, one of the main topics um, during that time. And regardless, uh, you know, Keisha stood very firm and stood by her mom's side uh, through the good, the bad um, and the yeah. ugly. And so you don't never want to see your family members in a state um, yeah. such as that. Um, and so like you, Shaniquia, uh, my thoughts and prayers go out to um their family because i can only imagine you know going through something um such as that and that's probably why keisha and nephew have yet to release mm -hmm. um a statement just probably just trying to just digest you know everything at you know at the present moment yeah so maybe they'll release something later but i know as of we doing this episode they hadn't yeah. released anything so yeah but big prayers out to them and their family yeah. um the other buzzworthy moment is okay the normani cardi b new music video called wild side i'm not sure if y'all have heard that um for those who may not have heard of normani normani was a member of the group fifth harmony um it was five of them of course and they basically um shot to fame from the show X Factor. So they was a really big girl group for a few years um, and they broke up, I wanna say maybe like a, a two years ago or something like that. And so Normani has you know gone solo and this is her second um, actual solo project that she's released. Cause the very first song was a song called Motivation that she released in 2019. I remember that. Yeah, so, um, so she released this song with Cardi B. It's actually a sample of the Aaliyah song, One in a Million. Remember that song? Mm -hmm. I love that song. Um, so Buzz has just been going on about this particular video and this song. I personally like the song. <laughs> um, I love the vibe of it. I love the feel, um, the choreography in the video. I felt like Normani killed it. Um, it's definitely a very um, sensual song and video. And I felt like the video definitely made sure that it matched <laughs> what the song was talking about. So, um, and Cardi B, a lot of people was talking about Cardi B's presence in the video. Some people were saying that they felt like she didn't belong on the song because they felt like she didn't really add anything to it. Um, they talked about her part in the video um, because there was a scene where both Normani and Cardi was nude or it looked like they were nude in the video, at least that scene. Um, so, but I actually liked the song. I thought the video um, was really good too. So that's buzzworthy for me. What'd you think of it, Lakeisha? I know you had some other thoughts. 
Um, from an artistic expression, um, she did a great job. Um, like I said, I, I also enjoyed um, the dance moves um, and some of her costume changes. I'm not going to say I was a fan of all of them. Um, for me, it was just a little bit too much for my spirit in some scenes, um, especially to see with her and Car you know Cardi B, um, where it looked like the two of them were nude. You know, the only thing that was really keeping you from seeing anything was their hair um, covering up their body. So at that point, you know, I had to, uh, for personally, like I said, for my spirit, it was a little bit too much, so I had to cut it, cut it off. Um, but she's a phenomenal artist. Um, like I said, I've liked a lot of her past work. Like I said, just for me, uh, what was going on in the video, I couldn't necessarily <laughs> sit up there um, yeah. and watch it. But like I said, I don't hate on anybody else. Um, like I said, just for me, that wasn't necessarily my cup of tea. Yeah, it's definitely viewer discretion. Is it yeah. I, I, I would definitely say that. And, you know, some people may think it's not, you know, for them. And that's fine, too. But um, nonetheless, I think it's a, a good song. And I hope that it does well, because this is really big for Nomani. Um, that, which is a part of the reason why I think they added Cardi on to the song was so that it could get a, get a big push on radio and music videos and things like that. So kudos to them. All right, so are we ready to get into this episode? Yeah. Get into our topic? Okay, so this episode, we want to target this discussion around platonic friendships. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we titled this, we said we're just friends. Just friends. We can put that in quotation mark, even though it's not in the title. But um, <laughs> anyway, so how do we want to start off with this conversation? Pretty much like, what are your thoughts about platonic friendships, Lakeisha? Like when you hear that word, the term platonic friendships, what do you think about? So the most overarching theme that comes to my mind when I think of platonic friendships um, are two individuals um, who have been friends for quite some time. Um, you know, when it comes probably to any and all things, you know, they are, they're there for one another. They hang out, they can kiki. They've been through some things, whether that's the good, bad, um, and the ugly, um, but they are attracted. Uh, to one another. Um, you can feel the sexual tension uh, between the two of them, um, whether it's just the two of them or it can be people from the outside looking in. Um, they know that there's chemistry there and that they have the potential if the two of them wanted to take the relationship or their friendship to the next level that they could um, and things like that. So that's what I, that's what comes to mind when I think of platonic uh Friendships. What about yourself? Okay. So when I think of it, because, you know, I like to look up definitions <laughs> of what it means, even though I had what I thought it meant. But one of the definitions that I looked up, it was basically saying that it's an intimate um, friendship or relationship without the presence of sex or feelings um, involved. And so I know I personally want to just express that a lot of times when people think of platonic friendships, they think of the opposite sex mm -hmm. a lot of times, but it can be the same sex too. Most definitely. Um, so we want to um, kind of put that out there too, just to let you know that. But um, 
But yeah, so with platonic friendships, I think it can be a highly debated topic <laughs> a lot of times because, you know, people often question whether or not is it possible to be platonic friends with someone. So I think that's a good place where we can start. Is it possible? What do you think? It's definitely possible. I mean, you see it, you know, each and everywhere that you go. I'm pretty sure that there's not one adult, not somebody that I can think of and or know that wouldn't sit up here and tell you at some point or another, not only have they probably had one platonic friendship, but probably multiple, like I said, individuals that they've been attracted to in some shape, form, and or fashion. Um, I think for both individuals, they really have to communicate. Mm -hmm. Um with regards to if they decide, you know, they want to see where the friendship could possibly go. Um, if they decide to take it to the next level, whether that's dating, um, that's courting, um, that's a full fledged committed relationship uh, and things like that. But can it be done? Most definitely. But like I said, the two of you all have got to be mature you definitely, definitely, definitely have to sit down and talk uh, because if things go awry, like I said, you have the potential to ruin a great friendship. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's the thing that you always have to keep at the forefront. Like, is it worth it if we, you know, decide to go there? If And this thing doesn't work, then what? And I don't necessarily think a lot of people sometimes think about the then what part. You know, we're just in this butterfly type of feeling. You make me feel this way. I feel this way about Basically, you. Yeah. Uh, you hot. I'm hot. Uh, the people are saying that we hot. We look hot together. So why not? You know, you know me. I know you. You know, why not go there? But I think there's still so many levels and crevices that you have yet to uncover because just because you my BFF and this, that, and the third, it don't necessarily mean that we're going to be great with being in a relationship. Uh, and even not a relationship, just deciding to take it to whatever level we decide to take it um, to. So to me, both individuals got to be mature um, going into a situation um, such as that. What about yourself, cuz? How you feel about it? Um, Yeah, I like you. I do agree that platonic friendships can occur. Um, I think that they're possible. Um, I also think that there definitely has to be a level of communication mm -hmm. that's involved because I think both people need to be on the same page. Yeah. Um, and I feel like also um, we have to clearly know if this is a platonic friendship or not. And what I mean by that is we need to be on the same page because I might think we platonic exactly. <laughs> friendships exactly. and you may not. And that causes a problem right there. So I feel like you definitely have to make sure that you both are on the same page and you're clearly defining what it is and being okay with the fact if y'all are both not on the same page and figuring out, okay, well, what can we do to make sure that, you know, that this situation doesn't become more awkward or, or yeah. things like that. So I definitely think that that needs to occur. Um, I can see how it could become problematic. 
uh, platonic friendships, especially, like I said, if the communication was not there in the beginning, and especially if someone, um, one or both parties catches feelings yeah. um, <laughs> for each other, that can, you know, be very weird. It can. <laughs> it's strange. So it's kind of like, okay, so where do we go from here? Like, what are we doing? So, um, but yeah, but in a nutshell, I definitely think that it can be possible. Yeah. In your opinion, what do you think are the pros or the strengths of taking it to the next level in a platonic friendship? Um, I would say definitely if there was a mutual interest in both. And I feel like if in the beginning we had some type of communication about the fact that, okay, I like you, you like me. I think that, you know, this could be possibly good for us. Let's see where this is going. Um, I feel like if we are both invested in wanting to take it to the next level, and I feel like if it's to the point where we feel like, okay, we just can't be friends. It's like that song by Ariel and Deborah Cox. Yeah. Like, we just can't be friends because it, it's just like, I can't live without you. Um, not on some type of, you know, clinginess type stuff. Right. Not that when I say li not live without you, but I mean, just like this, just, just is, isn't enough for me. This doesn't satisfy me. This doesn't fulfill me that we are just, um, friends and that wanting to be more. But, um, I know you didn't quite ask me this, but when I think of pros of just platonic friendships in general, um, I think about just being able to expand your social circle. You know, because a lot of times um, when you have friends, whether it's the opposite sex or if it's someone that you're not attracted to, you get to learn a lot more about people. Mm -hmm. And so you get a chance to learn about like what guys like, what girls <laughs> like or whatever. And I think that that can help you as you go into pursuing a romantic relationship. And I think it also is helpful in the sense that um, you can learn about yourself a lot of times because, you know, you know, we think that we may be just the best things since sliced bread when it yeah. comes to relationships. But sometimes that platonic friend can be able to tell us about ourselves and be like, you know what, you kind of got this going on that you need to work on. You, you yeah. kind of clean or, you know, you can be annoying at times or something like that. Um, and they can tell you about that. But maybe yeah. this this might be what a potential mate might be looking for. Do you possess <laughs> the yeah. quality of what it is that you're looking for? And I think sometimes a platonic friend can be able to tell you that. So really making you look at the man right. in the mirror. Exactly. Like, that you wouldn't be able to see otherwise. Yeah. I agree. I agree with you because I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also it can help you improve communication skills, too. Yeah. Especially if you're the type of person that, you know, may be very shy, introverted, and you may not know exactly what to say to someone that you're interested in. Um, that platonic friend can kind of maybe give you some pointers or some tips on exactly like maybe how you can approach someone. Like, how can you say hello? Um, things like that. So those will be my, some of my big pros. And I think even the opposite end of that, you talked about, you know, 
if you are very shy, they can help in that context. But even somebody that is very much, very blunt, um, very aggressive um, and things like that, um, having that individual to step in and be like, you know, hey, uh, you know, although I know who you are and what you may have meant when you said X, Y, and Z, you know, the next person may not necessarily understand and or get that. So, you know, maybe next time you want to approach it from this context and not necessarily that. Or when you use that word, you know, that word comes with this type of energy. So, you know, moving forward, you just may want to think about just, you know, different ways of approaching and giving them some examples um, of, of how to best navigate um, those waters. Because I feel like a lot of times we will take in um, the advice of a platonic friend more so than just somebody in our circle that we just call a friend or an associate or um, or things like that. Because like I said, for a lot of times, those individuals we've known for quite some time. And like I said, they've had the opportunity to see us in so many different lights, mm -hmm. you know, you know, whether that those experiences were great, um, whether they were horrible, um, you know, whether they were bad. Um, and at the end of the day, they still there. Um, and so, yeah, I may still get a little upset with you or a little emotional and things of that nature. I have the I have the capacity to grasp that what it is that you're saying to me, although in that moment, I may not necessarily enjoy it. It may not feel good. I may not really appreciate it. But being able at some point to sit down and process and be like, you know what? They were right. Um, right. And so if I, you know, want X, Y and Z, then I've got to change, you know, the way in which I navigate and which I move um, in this in this life. And I think that's where a platonic friend can definitely be mm -hmm. um, be of be of a benefit to someone. Mm -hmm. So let's flip it. <laughs> and let's talk about the cons. The cons. Of platonic <laughs> friendships. Because there's always some cons to a problem. Uh, what do you think of some cons? Obviously, the obvious is that you could someone could develop feelings. I mentioned that earlier. Um, that could definitely happen. And then that's awkward. Very, very awkward, especially like you said. My dad has always told me, my dad and my mom, watch people's actions. Mm -hmm. Watch what people, if somebody tells you what they gonna do or tells you about themselves, then you need to believe it. And so a lot of times we may get in our head, we may get in this fantasy land, oh, he did this or she did um, that, or maybe what they did, you have taken it to a whole nother level, you know, in your head and your mind. And like you said, that person ain't even thinking about you in that particular context. Um, and so when you do approach them or maybe you don't approach them, maybe you see them out and about and you see them in another light. Maybe they with somebody else or this, this, that, a third, or maybe they make a comment and it's just like, whoa, hold up. You know, I was thinking that we, here but we ain't really here you know you there and i'm way over there mm -hmm. uh -huh. which is why i was saying that we both got to be on the same page exactly. you got to both clearly make sure that the we're defining this what it is like if we put on friends yeah if we put on friends like let's let's talk about this let's let's let us both know this yeah <laughs> yeah but i think you got some people out there shanique that have yet to grasp that concept who have yet to 
really like own their maturity. Um, you got some people that still, like I said, they still living in this whimsical fairy tale, you know, land where we're going to ride off in the sunset and be happily and live happily ever after. And like I said, yeah, you possibly can, but you possibly end up getting your heart broken um, if you don't learn how to talk into dialogue and say what it is that you need to say. If you got questions or you feel in a certain type of way, like why not sit that individual down? And I ain't talking about no text messages. You know, that's a conversation that needs to be had either via phone, mm -hmm. more so face to face. So that I, I agree with you about getting your whole feelings um, caught up. And then the, the other, I guess, side to that is once again, what I said in the beginning, now where do you now stand as friends? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody is going to feel hecka awkward in the situation so where do you go do we keep, try to keep our friendship um intact and once again this is where the maturity comes in at or is it time for us maybe to part ways mm -hmm. i was just gonna i just thought about something too in mm -hmm. terms of a con um people could think that you a couple and that might not even be what y'all thinking yeah. <laughs> like because i know you know there's a thing where you can be like so like really good friends with someone and the chemistry is just on point and like y'all are so in sync that people think y'all together and you're really not yeah. and that be kind of annoying too because they're like oh y'all such a, a nice couple a cute couple you know when y'all getting married or something like that you like oh bruh See, it's like, it ain't even that. Like, this is yeah. just my homie, like brother, sister, whatever. Like, it ain't nothing else like that. So that could be a con too, because it might be like, might try to make you feel like y'all are together and that could hinder you from trying to get to talk to somebody else. Because especially like if y'all might be together. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. And like, you know, somebody might be trying to have like, they eye on you, might be interested in you or whatever. And they might be hesitant. To kind of approach you because you with your friend your platonic friend or whatever and they think that there's more going on than it's not and then sometimes you might miss your opportunity to talk to someone then you have to literally explain the situation like no that was just my friend yeah i agree i agree because i know that's happened to me before you know um i've been friends with someone and people thought we were together and I was like, no, we're not. And they're like, really? I was like, no, we're not. <laughs> and so, um, and, and left it at that. Yeah. And see, I've been in, I've experienced kind of like the first scenario that we talked about where I have caught feelings for someone. Um, and But they weren't necessarily feeling that way about me. Mm -hmm. And like I said, at that particular time in my life, um, like I said, it was awkward. Um, I'm not going to sit up here and lie and say that I was not hurt. Uh, but me looking back now, like Keisha, all the signs were there. Once again, you got caught up and wrapped up in your own whimsical fairy tale little mind. And so you placed yourself in this um, position. Um and things like that so i definitely agree with you uh because when it comes to those two cons when it comes to platonic um friendships we got to be able to uh communicate we got to get our out of out of our head we've got to be mature 
um, to stand in our truth and, you know, you be ready to, to really hear what that person has to say um, concerning y'all friendship um, as well. And like you said, dealing with outside people thinking you all are together when mm -hmm. the two of you all at the end of the day, like, you know, that's my dog. That's my homeboy. That's my home, you know, my homegirl. And there's nothing more, nothing less, you know, to the situation. So that that pressure from society to put you all together to make you hashtag relationship goals when y'all ain't even thinking nothing about that. Right. And I'm glad that you brought that up about, you know, you've been in situations where, you know, you caught feelings for the person or whatever. And that's happened to me, too. Um, actually, that's happened a lot. <laughs> um, I feel like sometimes it's either been I've kind of caught feelings or they have caught feelings. Like, it's very rare that it's been mutual because like yeah. I don't really have a lot of guy friends anyway. Like, I'll tell people that like I don't. Um, but it's not because like, I don't want them. It's just that it just kind of hasn't really been like that for me. Um, but I think when I got older and when I say older, probably like as an adult, like starting as a career woman and things like that was probably when I probably developed more platonic friendships because I feel like I don't think I had that until I became an adult because I don't think I ever had like a true friendship with someone of the opposite sex you know personally for me personally speaking um because it was either i like them like i said really really much or they like me wow. so and it kind of um it made it weird the interaction and it was to the point where we had to like kind of cut each other off because we couldn't necessarily see eye to eye on what the direction or the goal was yeah. of the friendship so sometimes that does happen you may have to do that for, yeah. to say for the sake of your own peace and mental health most definitely most definitely I just want to throw that out there and sometimes Shaniquia breaks are not necessarily a bad thing like you stated um for you to get a clearer perspective about the situation uh for you to do some self-healing some self-discovery mm -hmm. um reflection um, not only about yourself, but about the relationship at hand. And I'm always the type of person, what's meant to be will be. Um, mm -hmm. So if this person is meant to be in your life, you know, on an intimate level, or you all are just going to continue on uh, with your friendship or for whatever matter, you know, y'all decide to part ways, then what will, what's going to happen is going uh, to happen. Um, I had that happen years ago with the platonic friendship that I had, just like you. Um, we decided it was best at that particular time to, to part ways. And now like we're back together. Like that's one of my closest friendships. Like to, you know, today I can still talk to this individual just about any and everything and the space that I was back then, you know, I'm no longer there. Um, and so I'm able, you know, when they're talking to me about things that's going on in their lives, whether they're coming to me about work or school or uh, somebody that they may be attracted to, oh, me is no longer offended or I'm getting all in my feelings about, you know, why are you coming to me about X, Y and Z? Like we've moved beyond that at the mm -hmm. end of the day. This person is really somebody that I truly care about and I want what's best for them, whether that's going to be me or somebody or they be with somebody else. Like at the end of the day, their happiness truly matters uh, to me. 
True, true. And you know what? While you were talking, I just thought about another con. Um, not only when we talked about um developing feelings, but also jealousy. Yeah, can be a con too. You know what I'm saying? Especially like you getting jealous about your friend talking to somebody else or expressing interest in someone else, and they like, well, what you jealous for? Because we're not even together. We're we not talked together. about this. You know, and I think that happens a lot too, because I know that's happened to me before. I was just like, now wait a minute, I thought I was the only one that you was calling and whining and dining and things like that, getting flowers for and stuff like that. Well, where, where, where's this? <laughs> like, where, where's this coming from? But then I had to realize, like, we never gave this a title. Exactly. Exactly. That we were going to be together. Exactly. That was in my head. In your head. Like I said, at some point or another, I feel like a lot of us have done, we have done that. And so you've got to learn to, you know, accept the, the part that you played, you know, in this experience. Like I said, for some people, it's gotten really ugly. <laughs> and for some people, like I said, y'all are able to work through those kicks and some crabs. Like I said, you may feel a little awkward, a little embarrassed, but that's part of the growing pains as well. And so, cause I'm glad that you learned, you know, mm -hmm. from that experience, like I said, I've been, been there, um, done that. Um, and so I'm now in a place like I'm able to help other women, or even other, you know, men navigate those waters um, and, and, and things like that. So, like I said, it's, it happens to the best of us. It's like, yeah. I said, but it's all about at the end of the day, what did you learn? Mm hmm. And how can you take that lesson or lessons and move forward? Yeah. Question for you, cuz. Okay. Let's say you become in a relationship, not with your platonic friend, okay. but you become in a relationship with someone else. Do you feel like you can still be friends with your platonic friend while you're in a relationship or you're married to someone else? Because some people think that that's kind of a, a touchy subject. Mm -hmm. Um, so how do you feel about that? Do you think like married couples and relationship couples can have platonic friendships? I think if you were talking to a married couple and depending upon the context of their marriage, because everybody's definition of marriage, um, we know is different. Um, I think that, uh, I think that are some, I won't say because I don't want to be the, the the sounding board for everybody. Um, but I think that, that, are, that there are some married couples out there that would say that they wouldn't have a problem um, with their spouse uh, communicating and or interacting with somebody of the opposite sex um, mm -hmm. knowing the context of their relationship. And then you have some, some partners, some spouses that's not going to go uh, for that. Um, you know, I'm now your best friend. We're supposed to be each other's uh, best friend in this thing called life. So I don't, ugh. like I said, I, that particular question, I cannot necessarily answer from the context of a mad person because I'm not married. Um, but if you were married, if you were married or if you were in currently like in a relationship, like, would you be okay with your significant other still being friends with a platonic friend? Especially I if it was someone of the opposite sex or someone that, you know, they may have been attracted to before. To me, it goes back to the context of their relationship. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, I don't necessarily need to know or even want to know um, the ins and outs. Um, but I think, 
like I said, it goes back to how deep, you know, is this relationship? Like on what type of level are you all like y'all are just friends, the type of friends that just kick it every now and then? Or, you know, is this, the, you know, this chick calling you every day, all day, you know, when something goes down, you know, with her or um, maybe once you was the type of cheerleader, you showed up to everything, y'all supported one another. And now you can't, not saying you can't necessarily do that now, but you have other roles and responsibilities. Um, so how are you going to respect what we have going on in our union, but make sure that you're not necessarily crossing that line uh, with your friend and also being able to show up for them as well. So whew, for me, I don't know, Shaniqua. <laughs> I don't know. You don't. You don't know if you would be okay with them being. I don't friends. know if I would necessarily be okay with them being being friends. But I'm not the type of person like I'm gonna hunt this young lady. That I, I no, that's just not me. I guess I think differently <laughs> about this because um, I do think it does depend on the context of the friendship. Yeah. Um, especially if it was a situation where they were truly platonic, like more like a brother sister type relationship, something like that. Um, but if it was someone like, let's say I'm, you know, in a relationship with someone and it's someone who they have a friend that they've been friends with, like since childhood or whatever. And they were in the picture before I got there. I don't think I would have an issue with them being friends. Like I would trust that you would let them know what's up in terms of like where things stand between you and I, in terms of our relationship, definitely mm -hmm. th the boundaries need to be set, but I wouldn't necessarily have an issue with them like talking on the phone or anything like that. Or like if they, um, you know, met up sometime or whatever like that, um, I, and what I mean meeting up, I mean like, you know, like maybe going out to eat or something like that at a you know restaurant together or, um, you know, things like that. Because um, I feel like I don't think I should necessarily have to cut my friends off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just because I'm in a relationship or marriage, especially if these were people that have known me um, during times in my life that were not the best especially they know me at my worst and they were there for me and things like that. I don't think that's fair to just cut them off because my significant other has um, an issue with them being friends. I would want to kind of talk more about what's the reason that you have this issue. Is that more so because of me or is that because of things that you had going on in your previous past experiences? You know what I'm saying? Cause sometimes mm -hmm. it may not be you. It could be something that they have dealt with that they're projecting onto you but i don't think i i, I don't think i would cut i wouldn't say I, I wouldn't i wasn't saying cut them off necessarily i said before that you definitely have to examine the context of the friendship so like in that particular scenario that would be something that i'll be like okay i don't won't necessarily have a problem with but let's say if yeah y'all have been friends but at some point let's say that y'all were intimate and let's say that this person is still attracted to you I think that that's a conversation that needs to be had. Not because, that, no. Yeah, that, that, that wouldn't fly with me. Because if not, like I said, the potential to disrespect boundaries and to disrespect me and to disrespect yourself and also our relationship, our union, 
to me, the, the, the potentiality is quite high. Um, and so just like you, and as I stated before, it, it, to me, it has to be dealt with on a case by case. I basis. agree. And I think where I was kind of coming from with that, because I do know some people who feel like when they get in relationships, they cut off their platonic friends. Oh, I know people like that. Because yeah. they feel like, um, well, like you said in the beginning where you were talking about like, you know, not that you were saying this, but you were saying how some people might be like, well, I'm your best friend now. Yeah. Um, there are some people that really think like that. And I feel like, yes, this person is a part of your life, your significant other, but they don't need to be your whole life. Like you still have to have like some time for you to not only be for yourself, but also to be with your social circle too. But yeah. don't get it twisted. Like we had said, now, if it's a situation where there were feelings involved or there was some type of romantic relationship or some type of intimacy, then no, I wouldn't be okay with that. No. But if it's just a situation like, this is my homegirl or whatever, you know, um, she's like a sister to me. Um, I would want to meet the friend, most you know, because oh, I feel definitely. like, yeah, because I definitely would like, you know, to learn about her and things like that. Um, but to me, the communication just really needs to be there. And, and those boundaries need to clearly be set because because yeah. I, I come in a relationship with a form of trust. Yeah. And so I trust what you're saying to me. If you haven't given me any inkling that you're doing other than what you said that you're going to do, then I'm fine with that. I'll trust you. You know what I'm saying? But until you give me a reason not to trust you, then, you know, it's fine or whatever. But if you if you done done something, yes. But um, but yeah, but I just know some people like, um, uh -uh, like, oh, I yeah. will not let you have friends. <laughs> Of like the opposite said of somebody that um is platonic. Yeah. And that can get into, you know, control. Mm -hmm. That goes back to jealousy. That goes back to insecurity. Uh, but also it may, they may be able to see something in your friend that you may not necessarily see um, as well. So once again, there's a whole lot of different avenues that you can go down um in that particular context um i think another way to look at platonic friendships if you are in a relationship um and you are you know considering whether or not you know you are going to remain friends uh with your friend although you're with somebody else um i think it's important for the other individual also to be what's the word i want to say I think that you have to know in some context that y'all relationship in some shape, form or fashion is going to change. Yeah. Just because this person now has somebody um, in their lives. So, for example, if you all were talking on the phone, let's say multiple times a day or, you know, maybe he or she sent you inspirational messages or good morning messages or things of that nature. You may not, you know, to me, you need to get yourself ready. Uh, prepare yourself that you may not necessarily receive those type of correspondences from them um, in that matter. If y'all hung out a lot, um, you know, of course, they're not going to be able to hang out with you um, as they did out of respect for the relationships so that they now have. And so I think that's another thing that the other individual needs to be looking at as well. Like, to me, don't take it as though they are abandoning you or that they're putting you to you know, to the side like a little toy. Um, and when they want to play with you, then they pick you back up. Um, and then when they're done, they put you back on the shelf. Um, 
people do change. We change mm -hmm. um, our relationships, change, and that's not necessarily a bad, uh, it's not a bad thing. And so you've got to also be willing and ready to respect um, what they now have going on in their lives. And at the same time, as we've stated multiple times throughout this episode, the two of you all being willing and able to sit down as mature adults should and be able to hash through mm -hmm. what your friendship, you know, is going to look like moving forward. And if that's too much for you, then once again, you may have to make a decision of whether or not that this individual is going to remain in your life. Mm hmm. Very well said. Very well said. Because I'm glad that you brought that up about um, that the friendship could change. Yeah. Because that very well does happen. And it I think that's, and that's not even just in romantic relationships. You know, a friendship could change. That could be just in general. Like in you general. just in two different stages. You are. In your life. And it doesn't mean that my feelings for you have changed. Mm -hmm. um, that I love you or I like you or that I'm going to support you any less. Is that now I have another role and with that role comes more responsibility. And so to make sure that I'm holding up my end of the stick, you know, mm -hmm. some things are going to rotate some things probably that we used to do and how we used to do it. Um, you know, maybe we have to get creative uh, with how to navigate those waters or they may have to just die completely. But at the end of the day, if the two individuals have respect uh, for one another, and like you stated before, because they can trust uh, one another, then I really think that the friendship, it, it does, and it can stand a chance. I've seen it too many times mm -hmm. uh, myself where people are in relationships, and yet they still you know, have that homeboy or that homegirl, like you said, that they've known for years that's still there cheering them on, you know, but also there to support them, you know, when need be and not being disrespectful towards the relationship that their friend is in. Mm hmm. Very true. That is so true. Yeah. You know, while you were talking, I was thinking about you remember the movie Brown Sugar? Yeah. Because <laughs> you remember how like they started off, they was platonic friends and then, you know, they were in relationships with other people like, um, you know, Tay Diaz's character got mm -hmm. married and then Sanaa Lathan's character had got um, engaged to someone else. And then, you know, but then they realized that they just belong together at the end and then they came together. Um, and sometimes that does happen yeah. in platonic friendships. You know, y'all kind of test the waters and y'all live a little and y'all date other people. Then y'all realize that we can't be without each other, like I was saying before yeah. in the beginning. Sometimes that does happen and sometimes, you know, it doesn't. So I don't know why you were talking that movie. I just thought about that movie. Like it, <laughs> it just came, it just came to my head. I don't know why, but it is. So and see, the movie that comes to my mind is Love and Basketball. Yeah. Yeah, that was another another example of a platonic. Another movie with Sonata Lathan, yeah. It was. Great actress, great actress. And they ended up being together. They did. They did. In like the you end. said, in the end, they went through some stuff. Mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, once again, what is meant to be will be. They ended up finding their way back to one another. Yeah. So, well, let me ask you this, because we... I mean, it's related, but it's kind of not related. <laughs> we kind of touched on it a little bit, but um, 
would you continue to be friends with someone that you dated? Like after y'all yeah. broke up? Okay. So yeah, you basically, I, you would be friends with an ex. I've done it. I'm friends with plenty of my exes. Okay. See, I disagree on that too. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, just, and just for me, I know, um, I just personally feel like people are exes for a reason. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to mean whether or not it was a bad breakup or whatever. I just kind of feel like, I don't know, I think it just be hard for me to be friends with someone that I dated previously, especially if it was someone that I had like strong feelings with to the point where we were talking like, you know, marriage or something like that. I don't know if I could still do that because I feel like it will be a constant reminder to me. Um, and maybe that might be something that I just need to work through internally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I just know like for me, like I, I personally feel like that chapter is closed. You know, like there's, there's really nothing else we need to kind of talk about unless we had like children together and then i feel like of course that would need to be a reason that we would communicate i know some people ain't gonna agree with me on that but i just personally feel like i don't think i could be friends with it understandable ex. understandable and i'm on the opposite end of the spectrum mm -hmm. <laughs> so i'm the type shaniquia i don't like to leave any relationship on a bad note okay. um and i've been like that since i was a child not now saying now, has that always gone like that? Most definitely not. Um, but for the most part, I can say when things did not work out in a manner or shape, form or fashion that I thought it was going to work out in. Um, did me and this individual take take a break uh, from one of them from from one another? We most definitely did. Um, I definitely needed some time, like I said, to process some things on my end um, to take my emotions um off of the table and out of the equation because like i said i always go back to and that's why i'm so big on friendships first friendships first and then intimacy versus the opposite and so if we came into this thing and we had a solid friendship at the end of the day regardless if it went cray cray or went to the left side to me if it, it can be salvaged um and once again, that takes the two people mm -hmm. coming together. It just can't just be one person totally by themselves. And in this situation, both of us, like I said, we took time. When I say time, y'all, I'm not talking about no week. I'm not even talking about a month. Like we almost didn't talk for like an entire year. And when we came back to the table, we were able to have a conversation truthfully uh, very discreetly, but also being blunt about some things that, hey, when you did or said this or acted like this, this is how it made me feel. And then vice versa when it came to me. And so at the end of the day, we were willing to put our past behind us. And like I said, move forward with our friendships. And like I said, to this day, um, this individual is we're still I, to be honest with you and, and we say that like we're actually closer than we were when we tried to date one another because like i said we are at that point we were able to maturely put away our feelings and emotions and let go of all the hurt the pain and really get back to the friendship mm -hmm. the line you should have never even crossed in the first place and right. while we were brought 
uh, together. This is somebody, honestly, I think will be in my life for the rest of my life. Um, this individual was to get married. To be honest with you, I would purchase a gift. They invite me to the wedding. I would be there. Um, and I would hope that they would do the same for me. Because like I said, my feelings are no longer, I don't necessarily look at them or view them in that context anymore. I have love for them. I am going to support them. Um, I'm going to be one of their biggest encouragers. But as far as the romantic feelings, been gone, been there, done that. But that's my boy. And so I'm going to be, you know, I'm a ride with him. Yeah. I think it just depends on a case by case situation. I think I'm just speaking from personal experience because I've never, fine. you know what I'm saying? Because like I haven't had a desire to want to be friends <laughs> yeah. with any of my exes um, because of how things ended. And I just felt like this would not be conducive to my growth personally mm -hmm. um, by continuing to keep this person in my life. So um, I think that that's why I'm speaking it from that context. So if it, let's say I was in a situation with someone, we was in a relationship and it was just really cool. Um, we were really good to each other and we just kind of felt like, you know what, we're better off as friends than maybe I might consider it. But I just know for personal experience, mm -mm. because of what I've experienced before. So but. understandable, understandable. And I've yeah. also been in a situation where I've still wanted to maintain the friendship, like I said, I don't like to end on on a bad note. I don't. I'm I'm too grown for that. I don't see the point um, of it. And the person was just like, "No, I can't. I cannot be your friend because I still see you in that context." And I had to respect that. You know, like I felt a certain type of way. Like I wish that we can move beyond um, this point. But I also want to respect your boundaries as well. And so, if you feel like we can no longer be friends. You know, without you feeling a certain way or making little snide comments and things of that nature, then it's probably, yeah, it's probably best that we just go our separate ways. If we see each other in public, hey, what's up and goodbye? Like, ain't no hard feelings or nothing like that. Um, you know, once again, you got to do what's best for you. Mm -hmm. And if I want, you know, if I'm sitting up here saying that I'm the type of support person that's going to support and be there for you, then I need to do that, whether you're going to be by my side or not. True. True. Okay. Anything else that we yeah. haven't covered regarding platonic relationships, friendships? I think that we covered them. You know, uh, I think, like I said, any type of relationship that you're going to be in um, is for our audience. I cannot stress enough about communication. Mm-hmm. I cannot stress enough. You know, I read all these articles, um, you know, just about marriages just falling apart, you know, and the divorce rate being so high in our country. And, you know, people throw out all kind of reasons as to why um, people fall in and out of love and why affairs are taking place. And, you know, it's because of the lack of sex. So it's because of finances and this, this, that, and the third. And I've talked mm -hmm. to so many married people, whether they're still together or not. And the biggest qualm, their biggest complaint is communication. Yeah. So for those of us who have yet to get to that point, um, and that's if, you know, if you desire um, to be married and things like that. Um, to me, it starts now in the relationships that we have with people in our daily lives. Because to me, how you show up in one sense, you're gonna also do the same in another context. 
Um, and I don't and I don't believe any differently um, than that. So why you have time on your hands to reinvent yourself, to recreate yourself, to work on, you know, whatever things that people are telling you to work on. Or maybe you've even seen some things in yourself. This is the time to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Ditto. I think that is well said. And that's a great way to end this conversation <laughs> about platonic. <laughs> no, seriously, I, th I think it is. I think it is. So moral of the story is people um, make sure, like Lakeisha said, you're doing communication and also making sure that you both know that you're in a platonic friendship to kind of help alleviate any unnecessary pain and hurt and catching feelings that you might experience. Okay. You can do that. So we always like to end our episodes with an insightful moment for our viewers. And basically that could be just, you know, a quote, a poem, you know, a Bible scripture, a song lyric, something that can kind of just resonate with you all. And that could be, you know, meaningful to you and that could be helpful to someone else. And so I want to share um, an insightful moment that we have from one of our viewers. Her name is Carrie. Um, we actually had her on the show last season when we did an episode about um, strong, independent black women. So, um, but she submitted um, uh, basically a quote. It just says, don't do unto others what you do not want done unto you. That's what she said. And so I was just like, okay, want to share that for this um, particular episode. Thank you, Carrie for um, submitting your insightful moment. And for anyone else out there who's watching and listening, if you want to submit one, you can do that as well. We would love to um, shout you out and read them. And like I said at the beginning of the episode, definitely make sure that you like and follow Insightful Conversations with SNL on Facebook and Instagram. Our username is at InsightComboWSL. And please, please don't forget to also subscribe to our YouTube channel and make sure you hit that notification bell button so that way you can always be in the know on when we um, drop another episode. Yeah. Um, and also, we want to go ahead and say this. Um, after this episode, we have one more episode that we're going to do for the season and we're going to wrap it up. So definitely make sure that you tune in for the next um, episode that's going to occur in two weeks because that's our season finale. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so um, we definitely want to, you know, kind of end on a bang. So we definitely hope that you all do tune in for that. And also, oh, I wanted to mention too, in addition to being able to watch our episodes on Facebook and Instagram, not Instagram, excuse me, Facebook and YouTube, you can also listen to us on all major um, audio podcast platforms. So if you're at work, you want to listen to us, but you can't really watch us, pull us up on Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, we own all of them. Okay. So yeah. So with that being said, anything else, Keisha, you want to close with? Nothing else, cuz. Yes, I don't have anything else either. So um, until next time, we will see y'all again in two weeks. Two so weeks. Um, definitely make sure that y'all continue to take care of yourselves out there. Um, love on one another and just 
be the best you that you can be. Okay. All right, then until next time, y'all take care. Bye. Bye. Peace.